The heartbeat of the Life Church is its members. In each episode, you'll hear the stories of people you know, and maybe those you don't. This is the TLC Heartbeat Podcast. Abraham, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad to be here. So for those of you who don't know Abraham, uh, probably one of the coolest guys that exists at the Life Church. No way. Yeah, yeah, no. So this guy. You're awesome. You're awesome. You're this cool. guy walks into the church first time I meet him, and immediately I'm like, all right, so this guy owns any stage he, he finds. Apparently, that's his, that's his thing. So, you know, in all seriousness, like your ability to handle yourself uh, in front of people and on stage, that's one of the most uh, prominent skills about you that's like most immediately noticeable. Not that you don't have depth you know, beyond a stage in a one-on-one, you absolutely mm-hmm. do, but cool, your, ability, your ability to just be extremely confident with your presence is, uh, is just a, it's a really cool feature about you. So tell me a little bit about your background, like where did that come from? I, right. I know you, your profession, you work in sales, right? Yeah, yeah, So like what, what's your background? How, do you, how does Abraham become who he is today? So, um, you know, I've, so I do sales and I've been doing sales since, it's like the first job I've ever had, really. So like one of the first things I ever did, I was like six or, it's like seven or eight years old. And I used to work at a, what I would call a swap meet. In other words, it's like a flea market. Okay. Right. So, um, my, uh, my dad had a stand there. We would sell shirts and clothes and stuff. So I was like a little kid. So you just imagine like a little, a- little Abraham. Just trying to get people to literally, buy Literally, yeah. Just literally Dude. doing that. Like, so it's like little Abraham with like. Hey, buy one, get one. Come yeah. on. $10, yeah. you know? Two for 10. Like, so I've been doing that since I was a kid. Yeah. Um, That's pretty cool. Yeah. And all my jobs have been been that type of, uh, you know, environment, just selling stuff. Now, when I, as I got older, though, um, I did for a time try to be, I tried to be, I wanted to be famous. Okay. Once. I wanted to be famous once. That was my major in college. You mean, you're not. You're not famous. No, I'm not famous. Uh-huh. Not even close. <laughs> could have, could have I'm, the, I'm the opposite. Whatever famous is, I'm the opposite. No, but and when I was in, uh, you know, when I went to college, I tried to try to uh, become an actor. So I wanted to study like acting and theater and all that stuff. And like I've always been, I take a little bit of an extrovert, uh-huh. you know. Um, but when I did like the acting thing for the first time, like getting on stage, like it just felt like super comfortable. Yeah. For whatever reason, like and and sometimes people. So what you were born to do, almost, or like you know what? I'll 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 say like, I probably feel the most comfortable, more than any like more more confidence than any time than when I'm like on some sort of a stage. Wow. Yeah. Like especially like a, like a theater stage. Yeah. You know, I've done like short films and student films and things like that, which is fun, but something about like that wood floor. Yeah. Like once you, and you're like playing a character, it's just. The energy when you're you're going back and forth, you know, you can feel the audience. It's yeah. live. Like that stuff is awesome. So, um, and I don't know. I think maybe just a combination of that, the experience in sales, and I'm, I tend to be comfortable in my yeah. my skin. You know. Well, well, then, so acting. You said you set out to become an actor. Like, what happened with that path? Like, why did you not continue to pursue that? Or what's what's right, the right. status there? So um, it's interesting because that's that was one of the reasons I actually started searching for like direction or like searching for you know god's direction because i i'd always grown up being like i I wouldn't say like super religious but i I believed in god i used to pray to god when i was a little kid one of my earliest memories is is having a a prayer answered by god as a child you were trying to sell god something at the flea market (laughs) right i'm like i I got i got a deal for you jesus i got a deal for you okay right Uh, yeah no but yeah one of my earliest memories was uh i was like a little kid and i used to have like crazy nightmares all the time right and 
um, to the point where I would, you know, disturb my parents and they, they would get frustrated. So one day my mom, and they, they weren't super religious at all, right? They were just kind of like, they're Catholic and they would mm -hmm. go once in a while. But she told me, she's like, why don't you just pray to God to help you or something? Yeah. And, and that stuck. So I was like, okay, cool. So let me try this thing. I'm like, hey, God. I still remember the prayer, right? I'm like, hey, God. Hey, thanks for letting me live and stuff. And if you let me, like, not have nightmares tonight, that'd be really awesome. Amen. And I didn't. Nice. And ever since that moment, like. You're like, like, oh. Yeah. And, and when I wouldn't pray, I'd have nightmares. Wow. So it was this thing. So as a child, I, ha I had that. So fast forward. Uh, I get older. I'm looking for direction in life. I want to be an actor. And I think to myself, I'm like, hey, so, like, I know God's can do everything and if I if I pray to God like mm -hmm. he can direct me and he can like you know kind of show me show me the way to go so I started seeking God I started like praying in the Bible I started praying more like people would invite me to churches I just go to any church I'm like I was always trying to be in his presence mm. with the intent of like hey if I'm here with you you're going to give me some direction on the things I want in life right so he was so, a giant resource basically yes okay giant resource I'm like God's out. I wasn't thinking anything about like, you know, morally living a certain way yeah. and, and, you know, it's, it's all about, it sounds kind of bad. It's almost like, you know, not like a genie, but like God's like, yeah. the ult, you know, ultimate giant resource, giant vending machine, in the giant sky. vending machine in the sky. I'm like, Hey, you can help me. If I, if I stick around here, you're going to help me. Yeah. Right. Um, so that, yeah. And that, that's kind of how I, one of the reasons I ended up at a, at a church, but then it, it switched. Okay. Yeah. What, so, what happened there? So it switched. So. So I was, I was looking for that and I had been to a bunch of different types of Christian churches and mm -hmm. I worked at a bank at that time and my friend, Julie Colby, still, still friends with Julie Colby. Now she's Julie Burke. So it's, she's married, but, um, she invited me to the Pentecostal church and I'd never been to one before. Mm -hmm. Right. And in fact, I remember joking with her when she was, <laughs> she's like, Hey, you should, you should come to our church, you know, Pentecostal church. I'm like, yeah. Oh, Pentecostals. Like, you guys play with snakes? Is that oh, what you guys do? Stop. <laughs> yeah. Right? She, she, was, she didn't get the joke. But anyways. Um, she just looks at you deadpan. No, she did. Know. She's like, what are you talking what about? What are we talking about? <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, so I ended up going. And, Yikes. And it, what really got to me was when I was a kid and anytime I would pray, I would feel God's presence mm -hmm. show up. You know, like, like when we're in service and the Holy Ghost is moving, like I would feel that mm -hmm. and I would know him and send, like I knew what that, what that was. I'm like, oh, that's him, you know, and, but it, it would only happen when I would pray. When I went to this Pentecostal church in Oxnard for the first time, I remember walking into the building hmm. and as, right as I walked in, not even like thinking about like praying or anything, but I just, I walked in and I felt that wow. presence that really kind of like, oh, wait a minute. It's here preemptively. It, like. Yeah, that exactly. I was like, what, like, what are you doing here already? Like, I haven't even, yeah. haven't even started That's talking cool. to you yet. And you're already here. And I remember walking in and it was like really thick too. You know, like I walk into that, the lobby area, I, I sit down and I'm like looking around. I'm like, man, this is like, this is nuts. And I was there like super early too. Cause mm -hmm. I, I guess I got like the wrong time, start time or whatever. So like, it was just me and a couple other people. And I was like, wow, this kind of, and I thought you were super spiritual there early. For right. Like, like, oh, this guy, this guy's locked in. <laughs> it's like, no, this guy's just like. <laughs> Clueless. He's actually clueless yeah. of what's going on in life. That's hilarious. Um, so, yeah, I was there, and, and, you know, service goes on. It's just it, the presence of God was there, and I was like, wow, this is really crazy. Like, I, I, I think it's awesome that he's here, but it, it really got to me. And it was actually, like, something that made me want to, like, keep coming back. Because mm -hmm. to me, I'm like, the fact that you're, like, you're here already, and I haven't even asked. I'm like, I, I think that means you want me to come back. Mm. That's how I thought. 
And the next service, like the, which was the following Sunday, next service I go, I go back, and this time they're actually preaching about the Holy Ghost, preaching about being born again. Wow. And I'd never heard that in my life before. So completely foreign mm -hmm. concept. Completely. To the point where I was like, wait, Holy Ghost? Like what? Like, I've never heard of this stuff. I've heard of Jesus and God and all this stuff. The same as Red Bull or like... Right, no, yeah, I'm like, Holy Ghost. And, and the guy was just preaching yeah. all this stuff about, you know, Acts 2.38 and being born again and speaking in tongues. You're going to change and this and that. And I'm like, this is really weird. Like, this is really foreign. I've never yeah. heard this before. And, and I remember it was kind of towards the end of service and I was like getting ready to leave. And I started praying on the inside. I'm praying to God. I'm like, God, so all this stuff is really foreign to me. Mm -hmm. I'm not really sure about it. But if this is, like, for real, then you need to ask someone to come over and pray. And I didn't even finish saying that, bro. Someone's there? Yeah. Dude. So, like, I, and I was, like, focused on God. And I'm, like, saying that prayer, and I, I felt like a hand on my wow. shoulder. And he said, hey, hey, bro, do you want to go pray for the Holy Ghost? And I was like, let's do it. Dude. I was like, let's go. I literally said, let's go. So we went to the wow. altar, and I'm sitting there. And, and my prayer to God for the Holy Ghost, my prayer to God was, I'm like, all right, give it to me. Like, I said it out loud. Yeah. And, and the guy put his hand on my head, and he gave it to me. Like, it was, it was crazy. Is that direct? It, yeah, it was, it was a very direct, like, okay, just give it to me then. Jeez. And bam. Dude, <laughs> yeah, it was not. And to me, it wow. was crazy because, you know, the first time that happens, wow. you're, I'm, Let's like, start. worshiping and saying things I'd never said before. Like, I'm like, oh, you're my king, Jesus. Oh, like, I'm like, I would just. It's coming out of you. It's just coming out of me. And, and I remember saying this stuff, and. And praising him and speaking in tongues and, and on in my head thinking, I'm like, what is all this stuff? Yeah. But wow. I was kind of, uh, I, was, I was there for a while. I remember being like just totally lost and whatever was going on um, to the point where when I finally kind of came out of it or it ended, like there wasn't, there was only like a couple people hanging out still. So you were there super early the previous week and they're super late. They're super, like, yeah, yeah. man, this guy is, yeah, yeah. he's the Pope. It was, <laughs> <laughs> The Pope coming. Yeah. No, but yeah, it was nuts. I, and I remember just that happening. Um, the only people there was actually a couple that became kind of like my, my church aunt and uncle, yeah. so to speak, like my mentors. And they, um, Eddie and June Turan is, are their names. And they really showed me, showed me the ropes about like everything that has to do with, with you know, walking with Jesus and, and, and all of that, you know. I, I want to ask you two, two questions. One, I want to ask you about the passage that Peter in the book of Acts quotes from Joel where your sons and your daughters you know, will prophesy or I think it's a, your old men will see visions, your young men will dream dreams or Something vice versa. Like, like, but seeing visions and dreaming dreams. Uh, like, so that's one question I want to talk to you okay. about. And another one I want to ask you about how you made your way to the life church. But let's, let's start with the concept of dreams and visions. Is, okay. that, is that something that like, that, that's the lane of communication with God that's clearly biblical. Like you can't get away from it. But it's not... At least in my experience, it's not, um, it's not something that there's a lot of institutional knowledge built up around. There's not, right. like, I can't go like, I don't know very many books. I know books on prayer, but I don't know very, very many books of like, okay, if you want God to talk to you in dreams, like here's the kind of headspace you need to be in. Like, okay. It's just like one of those things where it's like, I know it happens, but like it's going to have to be God initiated. Like this isn't really a thing that I seek or yeah, yeah, understand yeah. really what's going on. Okay. What's been your experience with God talking to you? Because it, it seems, the reason why I ask, it seems like God is talking to you very directly and in a way that maybe it's common maybe it isn't common but does god ever talk to you in visions or dreams or anything like that have you ever had any experiences like that i i actually have um that's interesting that you asked that question um 
I was thinking because I was thinking about some of those recently too, and, and one of them specifically that's like I can remember uh, very vivid is I once had a dream. Of, it was a vision. It was a vision where it was essentially um, like God sending angels mm. to kind of teach me and give teach me part of what my purpose is. Okay. So um, so the way this dream this it was an awesome vision. The way this vision goes. So vision, dream, whatever. Um, so I wake up in this, like, and it was very realistic. So that's the other thing about, like, anytime I've had those types of experiences, it's almost like, like, I'm dreaming in, like, 4K. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. I, like, you know what I'm talking about? Like, you, you'll have dreams sometimes. And a lot yeah, of times yeah. dreams are kind of, like, Hazy. they change and they're, yeah. they're, you know, it's not, it's not, it's like different shades of colors yeah, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But, no, like, when I've had these types of visions or messages or whatever you want to call it, like, it's, like, 4K detail. And to me, I'm like, okay, that makes sense because I'm like, if God's going to tell you something, he's going to make it super clear. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like even in the Bible, when people are like, I think of like Pharaoh recounting his dreams to Joseph. Mm -hmm. Like he can count, he can like recount the details, yes. not just of one dream, but of like multiple dreams he had yes. over the night. Yes. And he's able to like go into detail. Like it's all crystal clear in the mind. Exactly. Me, most of my dreams when I wake up, like you have a glimpse of what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hazy That's for a, a second, then, it, then it's gone. But no, like, totally, totally. With some of these dreams in the Bible, it seems like very clear memory, very clear details is like, what a, a kind of a feature of it. So exactly. So, and, and that's, yeah, that's totally true. Cause like, I'm thinking about that and, and like, I remember it like details of this, yeah. of this dream. And so I wake up in this, this green field, green field. It's like, you know, forever fields. Mm -hmm. It's like, wow, it's really beautiful and pretty. It's just green flat fields. And I wake up and I'm sitting there and in the distance, I see these, these like figures moving towards me. Right. And at first they're kind of like, you know, almost like kind of misty. As they get closer, I can tell they're people. Okay. And as they get closer, I can tell they're really tall, like large people. And when they get to me, I'm like, okay, these are angels. Hmm. And the way they all looked was um, like I could just describe like they were beautiful. Like, so it wasn't the wheel within a wheel thing no, from Ezekiel. These things were like they were they were beautiful. Yeah, they were beautiful. Like, and they were, I mean, they looked like guys, but. I don't know. It's like kind of hard to tell the, you know, like there wasn't a gender. I don't know. But I was like, man, these things are really like, and they're huge. And like, they all look different. They all had a distinct look to them. Yeah. Um, I can remember like details of some of the armor and things that they were wearing, like the intricacies. And I was like, wow, this, this is kind of amazing. And there was one that was kind of like the leader of this group. And, and, the, and the angel says, follow me, follow us. Hmm. I'm like, okay, cool. So then they start walking and I'm walking. They're not talking the whole time. I'm just walking with them. As we're walking, we start to get to a point where now it's like, like mountains are starting to come mm -hmm. out, mountain ranges, things like that. And then I can see that we're walking towards a very like high mountain, like a tall mountain. And at the top, it's like dark. Mm -hmm. So he's like, okay, keep following. So we start going up the mountain, right? And as we get higher and higher this mountain, like I can tell that on the other side of this, like there's something dark, mm -hmm. something not good. And we get to the top where the angel tells me to go look over. He's like, he tells me, you know, go look over to the other side. And when I go look to the other side, I can basically describe what I would envision being hell. Wow. Like, as far as I could see, it's just like demons and craziness. all shapes and sizes, craziness, you know, fire, brimstone, all that stuff. And I see this and it freaks me out. And I like kind of go back and he's like, he like grabs me and he says, look. And the other thing too, which I remember in the, in the dreams, like when an angel grabs you, mm -hmm. you really can't do anything. <laughs> Game over? <laughs> Game over. Yeah. It's like, I remember that feeling like, like in the dream I'm trying to fight, I'm like, there's nothing going on right now. Like, I can't, I can't fight this. Okay. Yeah. So he's like making me look and I'm looking and one of these demons like sees me. Yeah. 
and then starts walking towards me. And then because of that, other demons are walking towards me and I'm freaking out. I'm like, sure. okay, so like, let go. Cause why are they coming over here? You know? And the, the angel tells me to fight. I'm like, fight. Like, okay. And they're getting closer and he just keeps repeating like fight. I'm like, all right. And at this point I'm, I'm kind of freaking yeah. out. And when I get there, you know, they're, they're getting close to the, to the point where they're almost going to come, come to me. And the angel's like, he keeps saying fight. And I'm like, well, how am I supposed to fight? And he tells me, he's like, worship. Mm. Wow. Worship with your voice. Fight when you sing. And I'm like, what? Whoa. So I go, okay. So, dude, so I start singing in my dream. And all of a sudden, the rest of the angels, which I don't know where they were, like, they kind of, like, fly into action. And they start, like, decimating, taking out all the demons. Wow. And it was nuts. And the more I would sing, the more I would worship, the more like that would happen, right? And to the point where at the end of the dream, they basically cleared everyone out. Hell doesn't exist anymore. Hell doesn't exist, right? <laughs> but the, <laughs> Hell doesn't exist. It's not, it does exist. But the angel comes to me and he says, yeah. so always remember, that's how you fight. Wow. And I woke up, bro. And I was like, okay, whoa. So that's going to be in my hard drive forever. It's one of those moments that's of so, like... That's powerful. It is. So for me, worship, praising, and, and all that stuff is a big deal because of uh, something like that. When you're, of that. when you're on the platform, it's not just that you're in your element and you're <sighs> enjoying. Like, this has a deep spiritual yeah, like, it's meaning completely for you. Like, different. This, is how you, this is how you war. Completely different. Like the, the, I'd even say the difference between like performing on stage and worshiping God is like a whole different thing. Wow. Uh, for me, at least my own personal thing, like when I'm worshiping and praising, I'm, I'm worshiping and praising him. Like I know there's other people there. Mm -hmm. I know there's like a band and, you know, we're all there. But in my, I'm like, no, I'm singing to you. Wow. I'm singing to you and that's, you're like my audience. Like yeah. there's no one else there in my head. In my head. And that's how, for me, like in my own, you know, personally, the way I know that I'm like not worshiping the way I should is when I start to worry or think that there's people around me, I'm like, I check myself. Yeah. Because I'm like, no, no, stop. Focus is straight. Focus. I'm like, I'm supposed to be, it's you. There's no one else here. That's pretty powerful, Abraham. And as somebody who gets a chance to watch you sing or perform on stage very frequently, I, I love knowing more of the backstory behind what these, uh, I mean, I, I like knowing the backstory of what's going on in your in your head and in your spirit whenever you're, you're singing. Because for, for me, it might just, might just be, oh, you know, going about another service, you know, there's a person on stage singing and I don't really have a context for what this actually means, but to hear your story, like, that is so powerful. Like, I don't think I'm ever going to be able to, like, uh, listen to you sing another solo, listen to you um, use your gifts for God without thinking about this story you've just told me. Like, that's, that's really powerful. I'm glad God uh, gave you that vision, dream, whatever you yeah. want to call it. And, like, I'm, I'm really glad you're, you're a part of my family here at the Life Church. Uh, yeah, I love being here, man. If somebody wanted to get to know you better, um, what kind of stuff could they do? What kind of stuff could they come talk to you about to to get to develop a relationship with you? Not well, that you're a hard person to develop a relationship <laughs> with, clearly. Um, you know, I, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty. I mean, you know, we're we're pretty cool, right? You yeah. Know, I'm, I'm pretty open. Like I'm. Um, I'm. Uh, actually, I, I would say I'm pretty easy to talk to. Um, but you know, just, you're also very humble. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta say that yeah. that's gotta be part of my I'm really easy to talk to and I'm also really humble yeah that's right I'm actually one of the most humble people I've ever met before right? isn't, isn't that a passage in the Bible like <laughs> now Moses was the most humble man on earth more like a passage like that and, and oh that's funny too. dude yeah. no um, 
Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, uh, I'm kind of I'm trying to think of like stuff that, that you know how you just can, come talk to you. Is what you're yeah, saying. just come talk to me. I'll talk about just about anything. I love, I love. I mean, I love talking about God, the Bible, sports, current events. Mm-hmm. Poli- get into politics. Whoa. Whoa, I love politics. Some people don't, but I like that stuff. Um, but no, I, I like to. I mean, I also am really just naturally curious about yeah. people too. So I tend to be like the one that kind of. You know, talks. I, I tend to be the first one to initiate usually, but, but so, I'm always so don't find Abraham. Wait for Abraham to find you. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Go find Abraham. <laughs> Go find Abraham. Go find. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, thank you so much for for giving me your time today. I've enjoyed this conversation immensely, me too. and uh, I'm glad you're part of my family. Thank you. I appreciate you. Talk to you later. Yeah, man. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the TLC Heartbeat Podcast. The vision of this podcast is to tell the stories of the Life Church members. If there's anyone whose story you want to hear, please reach out and let us know. You can find us online at TLCDallas.com or on Facebook at The Life Church Dallas. Thank you for watching and listening.